Hey guys, in this episode, we will discuss about our planet Earth. So in this particular episode, we discuss about the origin and evolution of the Earth, interior of the Earth, Wegener's continental drift theory, and plate tectonics, earthquakes and volcanoes. So it, it is going to be very interesting episode for all of you guys. So now I think uh, we would be starting our discussion. So when we are talking about the origin of the earth, there are some theories. So uh, some of the theories are earlier theories and then are modern theories. And then we ha- uh, we will discuss about the different kinds of the fo- like uh, star formulation, the formation of different planets, the solar system, the moon, the sun and at all. And, and I think it is going to be very, very good. And it is very interesting episode for all of you guys so now we are focusing or we are moved towards to the early theories of the origin of the earth okay so when we are talking about the early theories a large number of hypotheses were put forth by different philosophers and scientists regarding the origin of the earth one of the earlier and popular arguments was german philosopher immanuel kant right so basically what it means the there are cer- uh, certain theories uh, which is the earlier theories right so and among them german philosopher immanuel immanuel kant is one of the important of these earlier theories now mathematician laplace revised it in 1796 and it is known as the nebular hypothesis right so mathematician laplace revised it in this theory of Immanuel Kant in 1796 and it is known as the nebular hypothesis right so the hypothesis considered that the planets were formed out of a cloud material associated with a youthful sun which was slowly rotating later in 19000 Chamberlain and Moulton considered that a wandering star approached the sun as a result a cigar shaped extension of material was separated from the solar surface as the passing star moved away the material separated from the star surface continued to revolve around the sun and it slowly condenses into planets right sir james jeans and later sir harold jeffrey supported this argument at a later date the arguments considered of a companion to the sun to have been coexisting so these arguments are called binary theory so basically what we have understand here from different theories like uh, nebular hypothesis and after that we discussed about the binary theories now in 1955 otto skamdet in russia and karl vasker in germany somewhat revised the nebular hypothesis tough differing in details they considered that the sun was surrounded by solar nebula containing mostly the hydrogen and helium along with what may be termed as dust the friction and collision of particles led to the formation of disk shaped cloud and the planets were formed through the process of accretion so this is how the early theories are uh, there are different early theories so we discussed about the nebular hypothesis we just mentioned i mentioned about the binary theories and now this nebular hypothesis a revised theory Uh, so this is all about the earlier theories now there are some modern theories also so we would be just try to understand in a very uh, very few things that we have remained so modern theories what are the modern theories however scientists in later period look up to the problems of origin of universe 
rather than than just of the earth or the planets right so in the modern day period uh, the scientists are not only discusses about only earth and planets but but in the origin of the earth that means how the universe is originated what are the process of originating uh, our universe we know that we belong to this universe but universe is what is universe this question is really important what is universe why we live in this universe and can we see the universe yes or no this is going to be really interesting guys so just the most popular argument regarding the origin of the universe is the big bang theory right you heard about many times in news and somewhere uh, your elder a brother or a sister and uh, your grandmother or your parents they definitely told you that big bang theory what is the big bang theory even your friends told you that that what a big uh, related to the big bang theory but now what is big bang theory so we would be just try to understand in a very simplistic terms okay so it is called the expanding universe hypothesis it is also known as the expanding universe hypothesis it mean, means that the universe is expanding over the periods of time but how it can be possible so we just try to understand and analyze these things right edwin hubble in 1920 provided evidence that the universe is expanding as time passes galaxies move further and further apart you can experiment and find what does the experiment or uh, what does the expanding universe means so the question can be asked in your mind so what is expanding universe is that really the universe is expanding right so the distance between the galaxies is also to be increasing and thereby the universe is considered to be expanding right so now we would be understanding to the big bang theory there are certain things of big bang theory or you can say that there are certain stages in the development of the universe right so in the beginning all matter forming the universe existed in one place in the form of a tiny ball singular atom with an unimaginably small volume infinite temperature and infinite density in the next stage the tiny ball exploded violently this led to the huge expansion it is now generally accepted that the event of big bang took place in 13.7 billion years before the present the expansion continues even to the present day as it grows some energy was converted into matter there was particularly rapid expansion within fractions of second after the bang therefore the expansion is slowed down within first 3 minutes from the big bang event the first atom began to form now in the next stage within 3000 3000 actually but 3 lakh years from the big bang temperature dropped to 4500k and give rise to the atomic matter the universe become now transparent right so the expansion of universe means increase in the space between the galaxies right what is the expansion of universe expansion of universe is mean that the uh, increase in the distance between the galaxies an alternative to this concept of steady state it consider that universe to be roughly the same at any point of time however however with greater evidence becoming available about the expanding universe scientific community at present favors argument of expanding universe so there are so we discussed about the modern theories and as well as the earlier theories and now you can compare the why 
we are talking about the universe why we are talking about the different kinds of planets and all of like that this is very curious uh, thing that we are something to understand the things which surrounded so ourselves so this is, this is going to be really interesting right now we would be further move towards our understanding to the star formation we saw in we saw in a night uh, that there are different kinds of stars which are shining in the sky so how these stars are formulated this is going to be a very curious question so i think it is very helpful to you as well the distribution of matter and energy was not even in the early universe so this initial density differences give rise to differences in gravitational forces and it causes the matter to get drawn together these form the basis for development of galaxies right so this is how the de galaxy's development is taken place now a galaxy contains a large number of stars galaxies spread over vast distances that are measured in thousands of light years the diameters of individual galaxies range from 18000 to 115000 that years right a uh, light years okay so a galaxy starts to form by accumulation of hydrogen gas in the form of a very large large cloud uh, cloud that is called nebula eventually growing nebula develops localized clumps of gases these clumps continues to grow even into the denser gaseous bodies giving rise to the formation of stars the formation of stars is believed to have taken place is believed to have taken place some 5 to 6 billion years ago so now someone can ask the question what is the light year so light year is an important concept right light year what is light year you heard about in the news and at all about the light year so light year is a measure of distance and not a time right it is very important to understand light year is not a measure of time but it is a measure of distance light travels at a speed of uh, 3 lakh kilometer per second considering this this diameters the light will travel in one year is taken up to one light year right so this is how you can understand about the light year so we so now we understand how the star is formulated now we would understanding the discussion or we move towards our discussion to the formation of planet we live in a planet and the planet name is earth right but there are some different planets like mars okay so how these planets are formulated there are also some stages of formulation of planets so so we would be just try to understand in one by one the stars are localized lumps of gases within a nebula the gravitational force within the lumps lead to the formation of a core to the gas cloud and a huge rotating disk of a gas and dust develops around the gas core in the next stage the cloud starts getting condensed and the matter around the core develops into small rounded object this small rounded object by the process of cohesion develop into what is called planetesimals larger bodies start forming collision and gravitational attraction causes the material to stick together planetesimals are a large number of smaller bodies and in the final stage this large number of small planetesimals accrete to form a fewer large bodies in the form of planets so this is how we are uh, this is how the formulation of or formation of planets taken place now we would be further understanding our 
solar system so solar system what is solar system so this is going to be a really basic because you heard about the solar system in your primary education secondary education but i am going to tell you in a very simplistic terms and it helps you a lot right and it this episode is not only helpful for the competitive exam experience but also for the students uh, students who are preparing geography as their special subject or geography who who want to learn geography or who like the geography as a most uh, important subject so this is going to be a really uh, interesting guys because i am telling you in a very simplistic some uh, very simplistic terms so it will help you a lot so our solar system our solar system consists of nine planets as you know the 10th planet is 2003 ub 330 has also been recently slighted right the nebula form which our solar system is supposed to have been formed started its collapse and core formation sometime 5 to 5.6 billion years ago and the planets were formed about 4.6 billion years ago our solar system consists of the sun which is a star nine planets 63 moons millions of smaller bodies and asteroids and comets and huge quantity of dust grains and gases so it is really interesting so there are 63 moons in our solar system but we we can only see uh, one moon i'm talking about only the common person not the scientist so scientist can uh, watch there are different uh, different moons in our solar system believe me 63 moons there are there in our solar system but earth has only one moon right so now our solar system has nine planets as i told you earlier so what are these planets or which are these planets mercury venus earth and mars are called inner planets because they lie between the sun and the belt of asteroids and other five planets are called outer planets right alternatively the first four are called terrestrial meaning earth like they are made up of rocks and metals and have relatively high densities the rest five are called jovian or gas planets or giant planets jovians means jupiter like right most of them are much larger than the terrestrial planet and have thick atmosphere mostly of helium and hydrogen all the nine planets were formed in the same period sometime about 4.6 billion years ago so right so mercury has no satellites or you can say that no moon venus has also no moon earth has one moon mars has two moons jupiter has 16 moons believe me 16 moons ma jupiter has 16 moons saturn has 18 moons uranus has 17 moons neptune has 8 moons but pluto which is very far which is very long from our earth it is only one moon right now it is very important to understand the difference between the terrestrial and jovian planets so the terrestrial planets were formed in the close vicinity of the parent star where it was too warm for gases to condense to solid particles jovian planets were formed at quite distant location the solar wind was most intense nearer the sun so it blew off lots of gas and dust from the terrestrial planets the solar winds were not all that intense to cause similar remo- removal of gases from the jovian planets right the terrestrial planets are smaller and their lower gravity could not hold the 
escaping gases right so it is all about the generalistic information about our solar system now we would be move our discussion to the moon right we have one moon the earth has one moon so the moon is the only natural satellite of the earth like the origin of the earth there have been attempts to explain how the moon was formed right in 1838 sir george darwin suggested that initially the earth has the moon form a single rap uh, rapidly rotating body the whole mass become a dumb shape dumbbell shaped body and eventually it broke it was also suggested that the material forming the moon was separated from what we have at present the depression occupied by the pacific ocean however the present scientists do not accept either of the explanation it is now generally believed that the formation of moon as a satellite of the earth is an outcome of giant impact of what is described as the big spalt a body of the size of the one of the three times that of mars collided into the earth sometime shortly after the earth was formed it blasted a large part of the earth into space so this portion of blasted material then continued to orbit the earth and eventually formed into the present moon about 4.44 billion years ago so this is how our moon is formulated now evolution of the earth not evaluation but evolution of the earth that means how the earth is evolved over a period of time the planet earth initially was a barren rocky and object with a thin atmosphere of hydrogen and helium that is far from the present day picture of the earth right so hence there must have been some events or processes which may have caused the change from rocky barren and hot earth to a beautiful planet with the ample amount of water and conductive atmosphere favoring the existence of life so in the following between the 4 point not 4 point actually 4600 million years and the present led to the evolution of the life of the on the surface of the planet the earth has a layered structure right from the outermost end of the atmosphere to the center of the earth the material that exists is not uniform the atmospheric matter has the low latest least density from the surface of to deeper depths the earth interior has different zones and each of the contains material with different characteristics so if you so now we are discussing about the how the earth is evolu uh, evo uh, evaluated over a period of time now there are certain things which you have to understand about the earth because it is very essential to you understand these basic terms now we have to there are three parts or there are three stages you can say that lithosphere hydrosphere and atmosphere lithosphere is the solid state uh, hydrosphere is all about our water bodies related and its related phenomena obviously and atmosphere is all about the how the atmosphere is <coughs> how the atmosphere of earth is so it is all about so we would be try to understanding these terms in a simplistic manner so the earth was so first of all we have to understand the development of the lithosphere development of the lithosphere the earth was mostly in a volatile state during the primordial stage due to the gradual increase in density the temperature inside has increased as a result the material inside started getting separated depending on their densities right so this allowed heavier materials like iron to sink towards the center of the earth and the lighter ones to move towards the surface with passage of time it cooled further and solidified into condensed into smaller size this later led to the development of the outer surface in the form of a crust
During the formation of the moon due to the giant impact, the earth was further heated up. It is through the process of differentiation that the earth forming material got separated into different layers. Starting from the surface to the central parts, we have layers like the crust, mantle, outer core and inner core. From the crust to the core, the density about material increases. Which, uh, so, so this is all about the lithosphere. We would be discussing more about lithosphere in subse uh, in our future episodes or in our subsequent episodes. So do not worry about that. What is lithosphere? But this is the basically uh, very basic understanding of the lithosphere. Now, evolution of the atmosphere and also hydrosphere. The present composition of Earth's atmosphere is chiefly contributed by the nitrogen and oxygen. There are three stages in the evolution of the present atmosphere. The first stage is marked by the loss of primordial atmosphere. In the second stage, the hot interior of the Earth contributed to the evolution of the atmosphere. And finally, the composition of the atmosphere was modified by the living world through the process of photosynthesis. And what is the process of photosynthesis? You are all aware about that. Like plant creates uh, its own food. This is known as the photosynthesis simply in the simplistic terms. But it is much wider uh, and much complicated as well. So I am giving you only in a general general term. I am giving you the idea only in the general terms. Right. So the early atmosphere with hydrogen and helium is supposed to have been stripped off as a result of the solar winds. This happened not only in the case of the earth but also in all the terrestrial planets which were supposed to have lost their primordial atmosphere through the impact of solar winds. During the cooling of the earth, gases and water vapor were released from the interior solid earth. This started the evolution of the present atmosphere. The early atmosphere largely contained water vapor, nitrogen, carbon dioxide and methane, ammonia and very little of free oxygen. The process through which the gases were output from the interior is called a degassing. What it talks about they uh, okay so uh, it means degassing means the process through which the gases were output from the interior and it is known as or it is called as the degassing continuous volcanic eruptions contributed water vapor and gases to the atmosphere as the earth cooled the water vapor release started getting condensed the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere got dissolved in rainwater and the temperature further decreased causing more condensation and more rains. The rainwater falling onto the surface got collected in the depressions to give rise to oceans. The earth's oceans were formed within 500 million years from the formation of the earth. This tells us that the oceans are as old as 4000 million years, sometimes around 3800 million years ago, life began to evolve. However, around 2500 to 3000 million years before the present, the process of photosynthesis got evolved. Life was confined to the oceans for a long time. Oceans began to have the contribution to the oxygen through the process of photosynthesis. Eventually, oceans were saturated with oxygen and 2000 million years ago, oxygen began to flood the atmosphere. So this is how we can understand about the origin of the or evolution of the atmosphere and hydrosphere, right? Now there is another another term remain which is also really important and it is the life on the earth or origin of the life that is known as biosphere. The last phase in the evolution of the earth relates to the origin and evolution of life. It is undoubtedly clear that the initial or even atmosphere of the earth was not conductive for the development of life. 
Modern scientists refer to the origin of the life as a kind of chemical reaction which first generated complex organic molecules and assembled them. This assembling was such that they could duplicate themselves, covering it inanimate matter into living substance. The record of life that existed on this planet in different periods is found in the rocks in the form of the fossils. The microscopic structures closely related to the present form of blue algae have been found in geological formulation that are much older than those were some 3000 million years ago. It can be assumed that life began to evolve sometime 3800 million years ago. The summary of evolution of life from unicellular bacteria to the modern man is really important term and this we will be understanding after in the after the subsequent subsequencing subsequent episode so this is how we are understanding these terms so i hope you are enjoying this episode and uh, thank you so much we will meet in our next section thank you